Broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. It's time for Gwinnett Business Radio. And hello again, everybody, and welcome to Gwinnett Business Radio. We're broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the beautiful Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. I am merely Mike Samet alongside the wonderful Stephen Julian. Good morning, Stephen. Good morning. I was giving you kudos for doing a great introduction. We, uh, we, we've got a little toy here for you to play with. Oh, is that, is that picking up okay? That picks it up. Yeah. Ah, so that's what we have to do. And I said, you know, Stephen, we don't have to use the bell. It's only when we make a good point we could hit the bell. Actually, I was waiting for you to say award-winning. Oh, I got you. Okay, put Go the toy away. All right, sorry. <laughs> we do have uh, some guests here that are wondering what the heck they got. Our show, show is a lot more than yeah. just us ringing a bell. You're wondering what you got yourself into right now. <laughs> uh, Larry Romer and Ricky Moore are here with Forestal CPAs. Uh, they serve the Gwinnett County area and, of course, areas all over the place. And uh, very timely that they are here now with everything going on with the PPP. Right. And we'll explain what that is. And uh the, the hardships going on right now and, with businesses. And, Mike, over six years, we've interviewed uh, lots of dis- different CPA firms. There are a lot of great CPAs that do a lot of great work. But the reason that Forrestall is here right now, and we try to make our shows timeless, but not only do they do normal work, they've really kind of taken the lead on some of this PPP stuff, and we want to get into that. It is a timely show, and this will be a timeless show because everybody will remember where they were during the midst of PPP and coronavirus Absolutely. and all that stuff. All right, Ricky and Larry, welcome to the program. Glad to have you here. Yeah, thank you for having us. Good morning. Us. Thank you. Before we go into the timeliness of the PPP and so forth, let's talk about the CPA firm, Forrestal CPAs. Give us a brief overview of what you guys do. Yeah, so uh, once again, thank you for having us. Uh, Forrestal CPAs was founded in 1978 by John Forrestal. Uh, it is one of the longest-lasting CPA firms as to date in North Georgia, and we're serving mostly the Gwinnett and Hall County areas, but we do have clients that are uh, all over the world, some, some na- uh, national clients and global clients as well. Jeff Forrestal, the current managing partner, took over the firm in 2002, and, and we still offer you know, traditional CPA compliance services, which that's going to be, uh, we prepare tax returns, we do financial audits, those types of things that when you hear CPA, you think of those types of things. Uh, But we really have put a focus on forward-looking advisory services, and that provides a competitive advantage for our clients to have in their own industry. And that's something that's hard for small to medium-sized businesses to find. So when you say forward-looking advisory services, that could mean a whole lot of things. Uh, Some people might go, hey, that sounds great. Tell me more about that and what what exactly that means that you guys do. Yeah, so usually a lot of CPAs are going to only see their uh, business clients or personal clients once a year, um, and it's after everything was done. So you're looking at a situation where they don't have any type of planning or they do not know exactly uh, where they're going to end up at the end of the year. So instead, we take a proactive approach. Uh, Let me talk to you once a month, every other month. Let's do some tax planning, tax management, and then ultimately look at where you're headed, not looking backwards. So business valuations, how much is your business worth, and, and exactly how are you going to grow that with some key performance indicators in the, in the industry that you're in. And Larry, I think that's one of the reasons uh, that one of the differences of Forrestal CPAs is because you're part of uh, that overall team and you're a CFP, correct? Yeah, I'm actually a financial planner in a group of uh, CPAs, so I'm the fun one. You know? Oh, <laughs> nice. Okay. The, uh, but yeah, it's, it's that holistic approach. A lot of people talk about it, but there's very few that actually execute it. So 
what's really interesting to me is when we work with a business owner, yeah, you know, taxes are there, that stuff, but like Ricky's saying is that there's so many other things that we need to check the box on. You know, do we have proper liability protection? Are we looking at retirement planning? Are we looking at an exit strategy for that business owner? So start with the end in mind and then reverse engineer that. So that's something a lot of business owners really appreciate because it's not being asked right now. Well, gentlemen, we're in very unique times as we uh, do this program live. It's in the midst of the whole COVID-19 pandemic that's uh, sweeping, of course, the world. And and businesses have been hit hard, obviously, all types of businesses across the board. So what can Forestal CPAs do right now to help struggling business owners? Well, uh, with our focus on these forward-looking advisory services, we were able to pivot very quickly with all of the different business relief that was available for small business. And I, I know that the, uh, the PPP loans, one of the popular topics here right now, uh, instead of us kind of burying our head in the sand and saying, we, we don't really know what this is all about. we kind of took it to a, a different direction and said, let's tackle this. So, uh, we are basically started from start to finish for our current clients. And we have had a lot of new clients where we have, uh, educated them and said, Hey, here are the solutions that are available to you. And we can help you from point A of actually uh, applying for the PPP loan, which a lot of people did about uh, about a month ago now, maybe two months ago, just depending on when you got in, helped with that process. And then the bigger process, which is uh, really what everybody was not too worried about two months ago, but they are worried about now is the loan forgiveness portion of this. Um, th- those types of services of being able to ensure that whatever money was received, that you're uh, compliantly doing what you need to do, and also uh, making sure that you're keeping people employed, because that's what this program's all about. And one of the ways you guys did that was you actually have some webinars that you did live and are also still available on your website. Talk a little bit about what you did that, yeah. that is still available for people to, to check out. Yeah, what we realized, and no business is staffed properly to take 100% of their clients contacting them right away, and that's really what happened in this whole this craziness of COVID-19. So there's on our website, www.forestallcpas, it's plural, forestallcpas.com, and you can just Google it. But there's a coronavirus tab that we have there, and there's four hours of webinars that you can watch, and we, we break down a lot of the pieces of the CARE Act. So, you know, jump in there, take a look at it, and see, because sometimes people don't know what to ask. And these webinars are great tools to figure out, how does this affect my business, and what should I be asking? Because you could spend a lot of time just figuring everything out, and then you work with a normal CPA or an advisory firm, and you're being charged just to figure out where you stand. Right. We're trying to get them some services that they can figure out where they want to go right away. And in uh, in this situation, you know, we've we've said the word PPP about seven times already in this interview, and we'll say it many more times. But it's not just that. There's other parts of the CARES Act. Um, can you highlight maybe one or two things that? And and I guess my uh, setting that uh, setting the softball on a tee for you to knock it out of the park what are uh, a couple other loans or a couple other parts of the cares act that business owners are not hearing about maybe from their cpa or maybe from their advisors that you guys would be like hey don't don't lose sight of this what are some of those key points yeah it's actually very interesting because everybody jumped on and ppp standing for paycheck protection program loans um, that was something that you could go get from your bank and uh, essentially that if you spent the money the right way which is uh, a little bit harder than everybody's finding out how to to get inside of this box here uh, ultimately if you did not receive those loans there are other solutions Uh, there is a employee retention credit that you're able to take advantage of you can defer social security taxes up to two years Uh, but you also have to check boxes in certain areas and not check boxes in other areas to take advantage of these things so it is a it's a murky water 
Uh, but there are solutions out there in the CARES Act. And the big thing is uh, before, if you had a loss in a business, you were not allowed to take that backwards. Uh, they, they were saying, hey, I have a loss in 2019, let's call it, or 2020. I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of uh, losses here right now. But we were always allowed to carry those losses forward. We were never allowed to carry them backwards. And the CARES Act did open up an opportunity for people to, that had losses in 2018, 2019, or 2020 are actually able to carry back those losses five years and streamline that process to get them a quick refund from the IRS. So if you had a lot of income in 2013, you could carry back losses as far as that if you had a loss in uh, 2018 and be able to get a huge refund coming back. There are a bunch of business owners listening to this who are now furiously scribbling and <laughs> got to talk to somebody. So, um, and, and let me also kind of go behind the scenes just one more. I'm going to get in the weeds a little bit with you guys. Sure. Mike, that is a very dangerous thing to get in the weeds with CPAs. Would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you're still going down that rabbit hole, aren't you? I, you know what? I just think, dadgummit, I'm a good enough co-host that I can do that. He so, likes to live dangerously. I do. I'm living <laughs> dangerously on the edge. One other little thing that I've heard you guys talk about uh, in, the, in this topic and preparing for this show uh, is, in some cases, there's some things about kind of reforming the business LLCs, some yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. I, I don't want to. I don't want to go so far that we glaze over the eyes of the listeners. But they're they're sure. so not only tax returns, but the way my business is currently structured, it might be good to to change. Yeah, you know, one of the advantages too is um, identifying the proper corporate structure. You know, a lot of people will start a business and they don't think about corporate structure in the beginning, but that really has a big effect on how the the PPP loan could uh, could could help your business. So whether you're a, a, a C-Corp or an S-Corp, as we know those terms, but a classic Schedule C. Um, there's a lot of changes and a lot of things that can be done. So, you know, those are ty types of things where you break it down on an individual basis and find out what's the best way to help that business owner. One of the things I was going to mention, you know, Ricky had mentioned the tax credits. So there's the PPP loan, there's the idle loan, tax credits, and then there's that net operating loss carryback. But just traditional unemployment for business owners that was never something a business owner was allowed to do before. You could file unemployment as a business owner and receive benefits. That's something that's helping a lot of people right now. They're taking advantage of that. Ooh. Larry, you realize the only reason he asked the question was so he could ring the bell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just wanted to prove I could ask a, a question about potentially a boring subject, and these guys handled it so well. The bell was for them, not for me. <laughs> Our guests are Ricky Moore and uh, Larry Romer with... Forestal CPAs here on Gwinnett Business Radio. Uh, getting back to the uh, Paycheck Protection Program, PPP as we call it, uh, what are some, what's maybe the biggest misconception or mistake that people don't understand or the mistakes that you're seeing that some of your clients are making when it comes to that loan? Yeah, there, there's definitely, uh, there's a lot of opportunity, a lot of restriction here. So it was a great program to be able to get money quick into the hands of the business owners that needed it. Uh, but what it comes down to is you do have to spend the money the way that Congress intended you to spend it. Uh, and, and that's not just counting dollar bills. So you, you have an eight-week period that you're able to spend this money in. Um, they've come out with additional guidance with the Form 3508 from the SBA that's basically saying, hey, you can pick a couple different ways to, to cut that eight weeks up. Um, but you, you ultimately, you have to spend 10 weeks of payroll money in eight weeks, which is uh, you're trying to put a uh, – what is it, a round peg and a square, uh, square peg and a round hole? Yeah, maybe, that one, something. right? <laughs> um, so ultimately, it was a little more challenging than, than people thought because you also have to make sure that your employee count is something that is going to remain constant or on an average basis, it's going to fit a certain baseline, and you get to pick that baseline. 
but that that's ultimately been the challenge because people received the money took a deep breath but they were on a 56 day clock now all of a sudden uh, we have many clients that you know if they weren't talking to us up front now they're behind trying to get them caught up because you could essentially have to apply for forgiveness and some of that money may not be in your bank account and you got to pay it back I hope this this is this is a serious question. This is not a joke question. What happens if you all of a sudden you're getting close to the eight weeks? And I understand there may be a chance they extend that, but right now it's eight weeks, and you still have all this money. I've got to spend it, or else you lose it. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, all of a sudden, hey Joe, you're going to get a raise uh, on your next paycheck because I got to get this money spent. Can you do that, or does it have to be the same salary you've been paying? for years Uh, bonuses are 100 percent allowed now they do have a limitation on that one hundred thousand dollars is the limitation but you have to prorate that over eight weeks so it's fifteen thousand three hundred and eighty five dollars is the maximum that you can pay somebody and no if you're uh the owner of the company you do have another restriction you're limited to 850 seconds of your 2019 income so if you've been taking advantage of having a low w-2 each and every year uh, you're going to be a little more restricted on, on how to access those funds. It, the program is ultimately to get more money in the hands of employees and keep people employed. And, and I think that that is a misconception that uh, a lot of people do have is that it's not for that. And let me jump on that and let you guys pontificate a little bit. When it comes to the whole CARES Act, when it comes to all the things that the Fed has done and the SBA has done, uh, what's the end goal? I mean, what what are some of the main end goals that you guys see? And I'm not asking you to think for a politician because Lord knows none of us can. Mm-hmm. Um, but what what are what are you guys seeing as the ultimate goal? What what should we be achieving? What should we be going for as business owners? And, and what are they trying to do through all these steps? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's keeping people employed. It's keeping the cash flow going out to the average employee, the uh, giving the business owners a break where they can get payroll covered. You know, but the you know some of these unintended consequences are this program is is not super simple to figure out it's it's been easy to get the money these local banks have tried to simplify the process but where and this is a little self-promotion here and this is why people need to engage an advisor because Ricky was talking about the forgiveness portion of the loan you get 10 weeks of money to spend in eight weeks and the key here is a lot of people don't realize the trap door in all this is your full-time employee equivalent counts and that's something that um, a lot of people are not paying as much attention to because, Mike, you had brought up, what if I have extra money left over? What do I do? Well, you can go ahead and give it to the employees and bonus that money out. But if your, your FTE count, if your full-time employee equivalent count is not set up properly, that loan is no longer forgivable. It may be 80% forgivable, 75% forgivable. So those are the types of things where you need to sit down. I'm going to brag on Ricky a little bit because he, he created a calculator to try and help. So it's an Excel spreadsheet. We'll gladly give it away if anybody um, would like to see it. But it allows you to track your expenses and then it shows you whether or not, hey, am I on point? Am I tracking the right way? Because if your FTE count is off, guess what? you got to pay somebody back. Yeah, it, Larry makes a great point. Uh, the FTEs are very, very important. And uh, to just give you an example, if you have, uh, let's say you have a small dental practice that has five employees in it, and your, your FTE count is off, it's only, it's only at four. You, there's only one person that you were off by. That is uh, 100% going to be a 20% reduction in your loan forgiveness right off the bat. That's outside if you even spent the money, didn't spend the money, 20%, and maybe you did spend all the money, but just because you didn't bring that person back, now all of a sudden that full amount's not forgivable. 
And I was going to ask this question. Uh, we, we have been spending most of this interview talking about a very specific point in time because it is such a unique point in time in the midst of this coronavirus. And you guys have on your website, forestallcpas.com, you have this coronavirus tab, mm-hmm. four hours of free education. Something tells me that in the future there's going to be more videos and it might not just have to do with coronavirus as we as we deal with things. So let me talk about what you will continue to do as times continue to change by asking before there was coronavirus, there were some other things you guys did. Talk about some of the other ways that you helped business owners and were more of a forward-looking advising branch, something different uh, that kind of set Forestall CPAs apart from other CPA firms. Yeah, you know, those advisory services, it really, I think it separates because everybody does tax, everybody does bookkeeping, but let's talk about, like, if there was a way to potentially sell your company tax-free in a program called 1202 Stock, that would be something that would be interesting, right? I mean, there's businesses out there that just aren't aware of some of these these tax laws that we try and show and position. We talked a little bit about corporate structure, setting up your company the right way with the end in mind. Nobody's going to stay in business forever. It's just not going to happen. There will be a point that the business will shutter or you'll sell it. So starting with that end game in mind is powerful. And, you know, things like just, you know, retirement plans, setting up a retirement plan for the business owner. They think that they're going to be able to sell the business for $10 million and, Ricky, as a as a you know accredited business valuator, will show you that a lot of businesses sell for maybe one times cash flow if they're lucky. So you know there's a lot of things that people don't consider. So bringing us bringing a family member into the business, um, setting up um, a B share level stock program for the employees. I mean, there's so many different things we can help business owners with. Should we ring the bell on that answer? That was good. <laughs> you can ring the bell. That was. We really are good. in a room with people a lot smarter than us right now, Stephen. <laughs> no doubt about it. How do your clients engage with you? Uh, you know, how does it work? Um, obviously, the benefits of, of having a CPA uh, as part of your team uh, are numerous. But you know, what is the cost involved? What does the engagement look like? Mm-hmm. So uh, we have an engagement letter for pretty much any advisory service that we do, so that we do outline and set the expectation up front. Uh, a lot of the advisory services, I actually just met with somebody last night talking to them uh, about coming to the firm. They've just started a business and said, you know, we, we do everything mostly, some are things are fixed fee, but a lot of these advisory services are on an hourly basis because that allows you to go as far as you want to. You didn't get yourself into some situation where maybe, hey, we got, we achieved the objective halfway through what, what we thought the timeline was going to be. And if that's good enough, then that's exactly what you need to do. Um, the fixed fee is a little bit tough because that doesn't give people an opportunity to, to actually say, hey, I think I'm good here. Let me get out. They are mm-hmm. business owners, smart people. So. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, you said something interesting. You said, you know, putting a team around yourself. And that's what we really believe in is a team approach because the business owner is typically really good at developing their own business, but maybe not so good at some of these these things. But establishing a team of advisors around that business owner is such a powerful thing. And there's there's something to be said, you know, as, as being a financial planner, I'm typically the second phone call when there's a problem. The first phone call is the CPA. <laughs> so solidify that relationship. Put yourself in a spot where you have a powerful CPA ally. Then you can kind of dial in, okay, now I got my property and ta- casualty guy. I got my insurance guy. I got my banker. Put your, put your team together, an attorney, those types of things. And I was gonna, uh, I was gonna use the opportunity to brag on you guys a little bit. So you talk about you have an engagement letter, but what you've offered on this interview is that there is four hours of free CPA advice on your website, and it isn't just platitudes. There's actually solid advice, the typical advice that you would give, and and 
and be fairly uh, and be very fair to charge for. But you're wanting to get them to a good point so that when they do start paying you, they're not wasting their money. Yeah. Right? I guess to some extent, or they're not. You've already given them value, and then they can really get value out of the dollars they actually give you when it's time to talk about their specific situation. Let me ask one last question. Um, I know you would never talk bad about any of your competitors. What are a couple questions, especially in the midst of this COVID crisis, that business owners should be asking their CPAs, especially questions that if their CPAs don't know the answers to, they might not be as forward looking as you guys are. I, I think that the major question that everybody needs to ask their CPA right now is what do I do after this is all done? Because a lot of people are either uh, nearing the end of their eight-week period, they've almost spent all of their PPP funds, or maybe they're halfway through. At that point in time, you guys need to talk to the CPA and say, what does three months look like? Where's the business at right now? Are we looking at a key performance indicator and saying, my revenue's down by 20%. How do I get it back up to 15? And what does that mean for me? Do I have a net operating loss? We got so stuck on the PPP program that all of a sudden – we need to start shifting forward, and we need to start looking forward again. All right, again, uh, Ricky and Larry with Forrestal CPAs. No last names needed. We're like friends yeah, now. Yeah, well, they're family. They're helping us. They, they gave us four free hours of CP, CPA work. So. Before we, we, we let you go, and we're going to, of course, ask you for all your contact information, how people can reach out to find out more and uh, look into your services. How did you guys get to where you are today? I mean, what was the, the 10-year-old Larry and the 10-year-old Ricky, you know, were they <laughs> I want to be a CPA. I want to be a financial planner. I mean, how did you get to where you are today? Um, I, I'll take that first because <laughs> uh, give larry know, more time to think of an answer yeah, yeah. i'm the older guy i need a little more time to think about that one yeah yeah this is a little uh, more more near the top of my memory but uh, my father was a business owner and i, I remember uh, him always talking to his cpa which uh, was jeff forstall and um that that became uh just a staple in his week even if it was going to dinner with him and i said you know well, dad why do you talk to this guy all the time you know he says well son he saves me money and he makes me know that I'm taken care of, and he knows he knows more about my business than I do on the financial side, and and he's ultimately my go-to guy for any answer that you need, and and that was that was essentially the one way that that really just kind of broke everything down and said, okay, I want to be that person that's going to be able to help other people in a way that a lot of people can't. Yeah, that's a great answer. Wow, get the bell out. I get the that bell. <laughs> You win a prize. I don't know what it is, but you win a prize. Larry, you got to top that. The uh, so I, I don't know how it's uh, mine is a little bit. Uh, it's, it's almost exactly the opposite. I my father worked for Citibank for forty years and was the traditional get a get a good education, get a job, and you know get a good stable company and then do that. And as we have seen, you know through uh, I lived through the um, uh, we had the financial you know financial crisis two thousand eight. Go back to two thousand, the tech bubble there. And what I learned is actually um, being on the business owner side is one, a lot more fun, but two, there's so much more things that we can do. You know, there's a lot of ways that we can help people. And, you know, I think with. Did uh, he just say, did you just say being on the business owner side is a lot more fun? (laughs) 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 Some, I don't know, some people might disagree, but I I know what you're saying, but it's a lot of work. It is. uh, I like being able to control my own destiny. I think every business owner that's listening here is in that boat too, is that, you know, I am much more comfortable knowing that um, I'm responsible for my future than than a large corporation, and it's great because we have employees and we try and protect them. And and but you know the folks that get out there and and, and kind of carve it out themselves, it's it's a lot of fun working with those people. Capitalism rocks. I just love talking to business owners. <laughs> 
For those that would like to find out more, look into your services um, with Forestal CPAs and, uh, and, and maybe even have a conversation with you guys. Uh, what would you recommend they do? Yeah, so um, reach out to us, www.forestallcpas.com. Our phone number is 770-945-8328. You can just jump on our website. You can send us a message. I think, you know, the first thing I would tell everybody is, you know, if you have an existing advisor, ask those questions. You know, uh, it, what's the next steps? Am I prepared? The, I'm going to tell everybody right now, the big thing is if you did get a PPP loan, you really need to sit down and start to examine your forgiveness uh, file that you're going to present to your banker. So if you're six weeks in, seven weeks in, the big issue is sometimes there's not enough time to try and fix some of the things that maybe weren't done properly in the beginning. So take a breath, take a look, and, and have that conversation. We're here. We can help you with that. Um, a lot of times, Ricky and Jeff and a lot of the CPAs, the initial con consultation, the first 20, 30 minutes, they don't charge for that stuff. So it's you know if you want to call in and talk to somebody, we'll be there. We'll help out. But like Stephen said, really watch those webinars because... Mm -hmm. If you're starting from ground zero and you don't know what you don't know, which that's an expression I, I use a lot, and I'm in that boat too, there are times where you just need to do your own due diligence first before you start paying for advice. Yeah, and, and um, <clears throat> excuse me, and we are going to continue to do webinars because the PPP program, the whole CARES Act, is uh, constantly changing. We found that it's a lot easier to educate people with these webinars. They can watch it on their own time or they can watch it live when we record it. Uh, ultimately, uh, stay posted on it because it actually they, uh, Larry, I think you told me that they just passed something new already last night. Yeah. So um, it, it is ever flowing. Constantly changing. Yes. Yeah. And if I can be their marketing rep for just one half second, uh, just to com confirm with everybody, Forrestall is spelled F-O-R-R-E-S-T-A-L-L-C-P-A-S.com. So two R's, two L's in Forrestall. Forrestallcpas.com. Gentlemen, thank you very much for coming by. It's great you. to meet you and, and great advice. I mean, there's so much more we could talk for, for hours. I know I had many more questions, but I'd rather, you know, they say, you know, leave, leave it where they want more. They need to give you a call. Thank you. Go to that yeah. coronavirus tab. Yeah. Yeah. I like appreciate it. Appreciate it, Mike, Stephen. Thank you so much. Yeah, really appreciate you. it. Absolutely. We appreciate it. All right, Mike, get the bell ready. No, you've already overused the bell. <laughs> what? Because you've used it <laughs> so many times, possible? it doesn't have the effectiveness no, anymore. No, I disagree. You can't use it five, I, six times a I show. I completely disagree. It's your fault. You got it. Love. I love that bell. And love is what makes a Subaru a Subaru. Get big savings and enjoy their hassle-free experience. Subaru of Gwinnett, where people sell cars. Visit SubaruofGwinnett.com and join their family today. Come in and see the difference. If you're already a Subaruist or you love the Subaru of Gwinnett studios that we do our show from, then follow Subaru of Gwinnett's Facebook page for the latest Subaru offers news and community events. Subaru's got to get one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, That's we, what I said. We can't do what we do without Subaru. So our, our thanks to all the great folks at Subaru We can't of do Gwinnett. what we do in, without Subaru. I, I like that. Yeah, it rhymes. Hashtag. I was a poet. Didn't know it. All right. want to thank all of our listeners, our producer, JJ, as well. Amanda, for all her marketing guru. A reminder that we are on all of your social media apps, Facebook, Instagram, um, LinkedIn, Twitter, and also you can find us on your favorite podcast app, whether it's Apple iTunes, iHeartRadio, uh, Stitcher, Deezer, TuneIn. I've got a whole list I could read, but I'm not going to. We're on your favorite podcast app. Be sure to check us out there. Always uh, go to businessradiox.com, select the Gwinnett Studio, and you can find our show there as well, our entire archives. Don't ring the bell, Stephen. <laughs> We have to get rid Love you, Mike. See what happens? You get the guy a new toy. I love it. All right. For Steve and I'm Mike. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time here on Gwinnett Business Radio.